record. Welcome back. Melanie. Hey guys. Hey, hey, hey. What's up? Uh, not a much buttercup. Not a much buttercup. <laughs> That's so corny. <laughs> no, seriously, nothing is up. Um, everything is up in the sense, in the traditional sense of I'm alive, I'm here, you know, kumbaya, kumbaya. <laughs> we are still dealing with the bullshit, okay? Um, of COVID specifically is what I'm talking, speaking to. Um, it's been a minute since we've been on here, huh? I don't it know. has been a minute. It has been a minute. Um, I want to say like not a whole lot has changed from the outside world as far as COVID. I feel like we're still kind of on lockdown quarantine. Um, some of us are on the downside of quarantine. Like I know I have a few friends that are like, oh shit, our shit's open. Like we're just, we're out here, you know, like beauty supply, beauty salons, nails, toes, hair, everything did. And then you got some that are like, girl, I can't go nowhere without a mask. Like everything is still closed. So Nashville right now is kind of in between. We're in between our phases. So apparently, um, a couple of cities in Tennessee here, specifically speaking around surrounding Nashville, they have now opened up their restaurants. They've now opened up malls. I found out today. Really? I didn't know that. Okay. Um, you can go in there and just, uh, you can go in there. I do think that there are restrictions still with that, but they're open. Wow. They're open. Um, what else? Like I said, restaurants. I know beauty supply or beauty salons, hairdress, dress or nail salons, all that stuff is still closed. I think they're part of another phase, but yeah. So we're slowly starting to open up. Um, I have a girlfriend that was saying that they have rolled out a phase um, for a phase rollout system for their job. So like, depending on where you are within the company, you know, maybe accounting is phase one, HR is phase two, you got to wait another two weeks and you'll be phased. You know what I mean? Like, so they're doing a phase system within the job market um, for her company. So that was interesting to hear. My husband, I don't think he's heard much about when he goes back to work. I think he's supposed to go back the end of this month. So um, depending on the numbers, but yeah, that's kind of where we are. I mean, <laughs> you know yeah. how's everything california california love well everything here is you know the same it's we're still in quarantine and um yeah there's no date for me to go back to work they already said that even if they do decide people are going back to work our department would be like the last department to go back okay <laughs> we don't need to be there yeah that makes yeah. sense um, but yeah, I got, I did hear that, um, Amazon decided not to bring their, um, employees back mm. later in the year. Yep. 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 About October. That's crazy. I mean, it, and a friend of mine told me that the school systems in Maryland, um, she sent me like a little screenshot. They released a statement basically saying like, tentatively be prepared for schools not to open back up until like 
January of 2021. So, right. I don't know how I feel about that because I, but I know things are a bit different on the West Coast and the East Coast as opposed to like the South, South, Midwest, as you know, they said the cases weren't that bad. Oh, yeah. I guess meeting in the south in the south and the midwest they don't have as many cases as you know new york the east coast and california washington oregon all those okay well that makes that would make sense um, um interesting but i don't know i don't know because apparently you know georgia opened back up right and was one of like the first uh states to do so and yep. they said their cases like tripled or Double, or I don't know. They did. I wasn't watching the news. I just saw the headlines that people posted. So right, they did. I have a few friends down there, and they were saying that you know I really just don't believe that they ever really closed Atlanta. You know, <laughs> specifically, I know we're talking about the state of Georgia, but I'm speaking to at least Atlanta. And for my friends that live in Atlanta, I remember when every everybody was on total total lockdown couldn't go nowhere but the grocery store and the pharmacy and they were still you know going to restaurants maybe not like inside but they were still like having like bars there was still like stuff that they were doing like I know for a fact the beauty salon stores were open um supply stores were open like they were like yeah girl you know we just kind of do our own thing um they had a whole block party the mayor had closed the beaches only to open them back up like two days after the announcement that he was going to close them. Like, so I just don't, I don't know, you know, but they are open and ready back for business. So, um, we'll see. I'm very interested to see how this food supply chain is going to happen have you been able to find, have you noticed that there's been like, it's harder to find chicken or is it pretty, everything pretty spaced out or you don't really go anywhere? I haven't gone shopping in weeks. Oh my God. Oh, Not like so for shopping because I have, my refrigerator is like stocked with, well, last time I went like grocery shopping was like two weeks ago, two or three oh weeks ago. Oh my God. Oh wow. Okay. I still have like a lot of meat and shit in my freezer. Okay. Um, I don't really know about that, but I know it was really hard for me to find rice. I couldn't find any rice, like, anywhere. I mm-hmm. go, well, I just stopped looking. I was like, I really don't need to be eating rice anyway. Um, but, yeah, it's been hard. That and stuff in the stores, like, still, you know, toilet paper, paper towels. Mm-hmm. So, you know. I know that we're coming from... I know we're coming kind of on the downhill side of this because when I go to places now, they do have toilet tissue. Um, It's not so like, they may not have an excess amount of it, but it's like, Oh, like at least they have like a few rolls or a few packages left. Lines aren't as crazy. Um, You know, so that's been interesting to see like, it kind of it's kind of dying down but anywhere I go for chicken like it's where it's out like Whole Foods I went there like the last couple of days and they were out of the wings like chicken wings and stuff they were like they just haven't had they've been having a really hard time getting it because you know a lot of these warehouses or what is it meat packing places and stuff like that are closed like distribution centers and 
farmers are closed due to COVID. Like, apparently we're not going to see the effects from all of this really from the food supply chain for another, like maybe like eight months, but there is, excuse me, there is a shortage happening um, when, as it relates to produce, meats, all that kind of stuff. So people were saying, if you have any kind of space or you have a home that you own or rent, whatever, you know, it's not a bad idea to probably start growing some of your own stuff, just, you know, as a, as a precautionary method. Um, I don't know. It's just interesting to see, like, it's weird to go to all these places and I'm like, y'all don't have chicken. (laughs) I mean, I don't even, it's like almost like I don't even eat chicken like that, but it's like, now that I want chicken, I can't find the chicken. So that's been crazy to see. Um, especially again, cause we're coming on the downhill side of it. So you would think like, okay, people are loosening up a little bit. They're not buying all the chicken. They're not buying all of the beef. They're not buying all of the rice. I know a few weeks ago I was looking for rice and it was gone everywhere. And then I went to, I just tried one more store. It was in the hood and they had uncle Ben's rice. And I remember I was like, I don't want to be that person to buy four boxes, but my sister was like, oh, can you get me one? My mom was like, I was like, okay, I feel better because I'm passing these out to somebody, but I don't want to be the hoarder because that was the whole reason why I couldn't find it. I'm like, who freaking stocks up on all this damn rice? Like, it's rice. They've been, you know, making these limits now, so you can't over... You know, yeah, you can't. Mm-hmm. They've now done that with meat. Like, when I went to Whole Foods today, when they finally got some chicken... There's a sign that says you cannot buy over, you know, X amount of pounds of chicken. You can't buy over X amount of um, pounds of beef. You can't buy X amount of pounds of bacon. Like they're regulating that stuff now because people, it's, there's a shortage. Yeah. A friend of mine, a friend of mine sent me a video of, um, it was a video of, I guess like a pig farm in China and the pigs were apparently infected with coronavirus. So they were like bulldozing them into holes, basically, and like burying them alive. Like I had to like click off the video, but it was something on Facebook, which is why I don't be going on there. <laughs> you get lost in a Facebook. Um, those posts. Hole. Twenty-five minutes, like, like how <laughs> poster video, like you need more limitation. Um, but yeah, so she sent me that, and I was just like, "Wow, that's crazy," and that's probably contributing to the shortage of you know meat. That's I'm crazy. like, at this point, I don't even want to eat meat because it's just like yeah, it's probably dangerous to eat. Um, you know, if you do have to eat it, I wouldn't eat a, a lot of it. I can't, I can't, because I can't get, uh, oh, I don't even want to talk about what I ate the other day, and I freaked out, like, yeah. oh, I'm just so freaked out, <laughs> what? What do you so mean? freaked out, just about everything, I'm freaked out about every little thing, <laughs> I'm freaked out about every little thing, oh. and, um, it's been such a blessing because I, I know I've been speaking to, um, I don't know. It's been a blessing. I'd say COVID has been a blessing in one way because, you know, it's allowed me to save some money. It's allowed, you know, families to get together, bonding, 
it's I feel like it's allowed America to take a second and slow down um, and be like, what the fuck are we doing? Reevaluate how we're doing some things. Um, so I feel like there are some, there's actually a lot of good. And even my peers, you know, they've all been able to really look at their lives from a high level overview and really make some adjustments that they would not have been able to make had they been still going the, at the rate that they've been going. And, um, you know, so it's, it's nice to be able to hear those stories and, you know, with all the darkness that I feel like this COVID has created around certain things, it's also produced a light in, you know, on some things as well. So, you know, in the end of the day, God has been really good. Um, for me speaking, you know, I still have a job, thank God, you know, um, we still have a house, you know, we haven't been impacted too bad other than just being like inconvenienced. Um, but you know, it is, it is definitely weird times because again, I don't, I don't know. It's the unknown for me that keeps me kind of like anxious as far as like what's ahead. Um, but yeah, so that's really, that's really, you know, my update on where we are over here um, with everything. Just weird. I, I just, it's just weird. I hate feeling like weird and I feel weird, but still trying to maintain that balance of like, mm-hmm. you know, you're still blessed, bitch, but goddamn, what else? <laughs> it's like, it's always like fluctuating. <laughs> Then the murder hornets, <laughs> as if we don't already have enough shit going on. So, yeah, it's been a struggle, but we shall see. To be continued. Yes, yeah. Um. So what's what's the tea? What's what's the tea? What's the tea? What's the tea? I know one thing I want to get into is the Real Housewives. It's just just to say, I can't watch, can't wait to watch the reunion Sunday. I don't know how I feel about it with the Zoom thing. I hate that they're not all in the room together. Um, I think I saw a clip where Nene shut her computer and walked out, and that's why I'm like, oh, like I, I, I don't like that because I'm like, you know, I don't know. I feel, uh, I, I don't like that. But I'm excited to see that. Um, the guilty pleasure. <laughs> yeah. um, the season hmm. hasn't been. Um... Real Housewives of Atlanta, I don't think it's been the best season. It hasn't been. It hasn't. It's kind of, you know, it's definitely a disappointment with the whole virtual thing, but... Right. You know, let's see what they do with it. Let's see what they do with it. I didn't think that... I didn't even think that they were going to have a reunion. I mean, I knew that they had to have one, but it was like, we hadn't really been hearing much about with... And then Andy caught the coronavirus and I was like this is weird as hell at all people but okay um so we'll see comes out Sunday Insecure you've been watching Insecure yes ma'am I have been watching Insecure um it's interesting Insecure the season has really like taken an interesting turn I it's um crazy to see like Issa and Molly kind of like at odds but I really fuck with the way that Insecure is able to like showcase the little shit that goes on between friends that 
you know, it's like you can't really put your finger on it. And you know, like you're not beefing with your friend, but you're not vibing with your friend. And it's like little things that may point out like your friend's selfishness or them being unsupportive. And yeah, that you may not bring up every day, but insecure right. has like they're just they're able to showcase that shit in a, a great way. Like I really got to give them props for that because for them to be gone that long and for them still like kind of hop into the story, but in a different right. way, because I thought they'll be relevant so- and still yeah. be relatable and re- relevant and all of those things. Yeah. Cause I thought that I thought the drama would be more so with Issa and um, you know, her ex and her love life and shit, but right. Honesty. I feel like the, the, the majority of the tension is between her and Molly. Molly, right. Friendship thing, you know? Right. I was like, damn, this is interesting because I feel like they're on the verge of not being friends after the last episode. Me too. Me too. Um, Yeah, me too. I mean, I couldn't have said that better than myself. Molly's getting on my nerve. (laughs) I cannot believe that parking situation. Like, girl, if you see me back into this spot, I'm sorry. We're... We would have been there girl, all. Girl, I'm like, I mean, really? I was like, it, it was just, it was uncomfortable. It was so uncomfortable because I was like, this is weird. Like, Molly, and I, like, Issa's been weird too, but she hadn't affected me like Molly has. Exactly. And um, been like this from the beginning. Like, Issa has been like this from the beginning. I feel like she's growing. But Issa has always been like a people pleaser, a flip. She has. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, she has. And I also think that she's been, she, she, I also feel like she looks to Molly in a way where, you know, she may not, it's almost kind of like, I think she probably takes for granted some situations that Molly, because, you know, when you have a friend that, um, maybe you haven't, you feel like you haven't arrived at where they are, but that friend never makes you feel like you haven't. It's just this thing where that's just two different paths, but your best friends or you're super close. Yeah. And I think that now it's only an issue for Molly because, you know, they're in this weird space. So now anything that, like you said, Issa's been this way. Issa's been like, oh girl, hook me up. Like you, yeah. girl, you know, you know who they are. Tell them to call me, but it's only an issue now, or it's only magnified now because of the irritances or the you know yeah. the the things that the, um, swept under the rug for so long and exactly. now you're like it's almost like payback like I'm not exactly the situation because you have been a bad friend to me or I think you have been so now I'm not going to help you in this situation you know so I don't know it's, I, fu- it's I, fu- I, what Molly's doing is the classic um what I would say you know um is a classic version of a friend that you have to watch. Um, yeah. And you, you, you have to just hope that your friend is just going through something. And this is just a moment in her life where she's just, you know, got a lot going on and she'll come back to being that whatever that you guys had. But sometimes it doesn't always happen that way. Sometimes people um, like Molly um, they don't bounce back to the person that you once, you know, had something with. And now it's kind of hard to, sometimes I feel like it's so hard to unsee someone once they show you another side of them. Like sometimes you can't go back, no. you know, like, does that make sense? Like sometimes you can't, it's like, Ooh, like 
like I know that this I know you were going through this and this and this and this but like you just showed me your true colors and like how you felt like that's kind of like a character thing like you know what I mean and I feel like I hope that it's just a situation where she's just fucked up and she just is going through a weird space with her career her her love life and that her and Issa will get back to that space but if not, that's also normal too. That's also real life, you know. So her and her boo Andrew, Molly and this guy Andrew. What'd you say? Her her boo is Andrew, the Asian guy, Asian man. Mm-hmm. Andrew, right? Yeah. How Andrew. do you feel about their relationship, their situation? I, um, oh, it's not. I feel like it's not gonna work. Yeah. Um. Molly's one of those women that, um, I don't know. I don't really have her pegged yet. I know a Molly in my life. Like I, I, I've seen her before I've seen in some parts of her, I can relate to some a lot that I can't, but what I'm saying is, is like, she's just one of those that are so laser focused and everything kind of evolves around her. Um, until she's able to take a step back and realize okay it's not about me but then she does the same thing over again like I don't know if she really is trying to change and I think that anytime you're trying to date someone and they're making all of these um exceptions for you but you're not doing it for them like there was a moment this last episode I think where you know she was like I have time like you know like what are you doing why did you plan something with your friends I actually have time today and it's like okay bitch kudos like I didn't know you had extra time you usually don't have extra time you but know what I mean here's my thing with that situation like he was already on a date with her you know like that's the night with her it, it, it is weird to me but there's been other nights where he's been with her and she's had other things going on that's petty to double book somebody the same night yeah but I mean as petty as but as many times as she's been petty I'm like he can have this one time to be petty but because at the end of the day, he's made certain accommodations for her and he's been screwed. But and I say, how many women do that for men all the time? Like men work late all the time. Men can, you know, a woman could be at home waiting for a man to come home all the time. He's late. He's doing this. He got out of the meeting and she'll wait her ass there all fucking night trying to make herself stay awake for that nigga to come home. And then still not even want to fucking complain about it because it's going to start some shit. Like, I'm not saying that's right either, but I'm saying it's more acceptable for a man to, you know, put his work first and a woman be accommodating for that. And my thing is, like, he knew she was a lawyer. They knew, like, I just don't understand it. It really- I just don't think it's going to work. It's not going to (laughs) work because obviously he doesn't know what type of person Molly is. And this is my thing with Molly. She picks and chooses when she wants to be like this affirmative bitch you know what I'm saying like and then and then when it's when it's time and somebody's like what's the problem oh no it's fine go ahead she plays the passive aggressive aggressive shit yeah and he was like do you want me to cancel he was like I mean I'll cancel if you have a problem she's like no don't don't cancel go ahead go with your plan it's like if she had a problem you're a grown-ass woman you should have been like together like I don't want you to leave tonight like that's exactly exactly you're too old for this like exactly. that's what I don't get about Molly. Like it's so weird. I feel like she and Issa are gonna fall out, especially because this was like the one thing Issa had 
since her whole job blew up. You know, she ain't really got shit. She don't got no career. You know, Molly got her whole fucking life together, except for her love together. life. Esau ain't got shit. All she had was full boy cue. You know what I'm saying? That's it. That's <laughs> and I'm it. pretty sure Condola did that. I'm, I'm almost 100% sure that what happened there was that Condola pulled schoolboy Q out of the situation because mm-hmm. Lauren confessed that he was still attracted to Issa or something. That is so fucking petty, though. And that's why she's not returning her phone calls, and that's why schoolboy Q pulled out. I almost 100% guarantee it, because you remember at um, when they were in the driveway after seeing Tiffany's baby outside, Lawrence was like, I got something to tell you. I need to talk to you about something. And then he saw how pissed Issa was, and he's like, oh, never mind. So I just feel like that's what he wanted to talk to her about because at the end of the last episode, Condola was like, if Issa didn't cheat on you, would you still be with her? And he couldn't answer it. And then he sent her that um, DM on Instagram. And yeah, I mean, that's also a very real conversation. (laughs) Girl, you need to be a producer. You need to be an executive producer, putting it out there, let it manifest, have a writer, give you your writer's cred, honey. Um, yeah no that's a very real conclusion um I definitely agree with your point of view on Molly um I I also think that Andrew and her are not gonna work because to your point you know it's it is more acceptable for a man to have you know that whole working thing going on um however you know at the end of the day you know you have your limits to what you're gonna put up with and what you're not gonna put up with and I don't think Andrew's that kind to put up with that um, and I don't know too many men who are going to put up with that unless you have someone who's not, you know, who just is kind of passive and doesn't really value that kind of stuff. But, um, you know, Molly needs to, she needs to get a grip on some things quick because if she really does care about this man or this whatever, or anybody, if she has any interest in being in a relationship, she's definitely going to have to compromise and balance, you know, as much as she can, um, and then as far as like Issa and Lawrence and Condola, like I, um, I just think that like Lawrence is what Lawrence is to Condola. Um, what was that girl's name? The Tasha. side chick, not the side chick, Tasha. Tasha. Um, I played her. Yeah. I feel like Tasha is to Lawrence as, as far as far as what Lawrence is to Condola. Like, you know, Condola was not really looking for something super, super heavy um, because she did get out of a divorce. And I feel like Lawrence really, 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 really liked Condola and what that probably could evolve into. Hence why, you know, he wanted to preserve, you know, their relationship, you know, making sure Issa doesn't come in and, you know, say anything crazy or whatever. But that's obviously hard to do. That was because to me, I feel like that was a cop out to go and see Issa. Like it could have been, but I think that like need to see Issa for that. (laughs) I mean, but at the same time, like here's the thing too: like Lawrence never even knew that Issa and Condola were, you know, until he until he found out. And I feel like he really genuinely liked her at some point maybe he thought or maybe he tried to jump into something and not like rush whatever but condola was the one that kind of had to pump the brakes and was like wait a minute you're not as into this as you know you may be into this and you may be asking me questions but then day you got your own shit you know 
I see how you and Issa have your chemistry. I've seen, I've seen it at this point. I can't unsee it. You guys were out here kikiing and laughing and shit. That shit is not. Hence why he had to drive to meet her at her house to tell her how much he likes Condola. <laughs> you know what? Actually, I'd take that back. You're right. <laughs> You're right. I've well, been in a situation. Tell me that, nigga. Like, okay. Like, I've been in a situation I'm like that. <laughs> And the only reason he did that, and like, look where he is now. I feel like he tried to rush and create something with Condola just to like mm-hmm. cover up how he cover feels. up how he feels about Issa. Mm-hmm. Yep, I agree. I take that all the way back. I actually, yeah, I, I relate too well to that situation. Yeah, yep. especially when a guy has to say it, like, you know, I'm over you, and like, you know, I'm with somebody else. This, 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 this. It's like, okay, go be happy. Yeah. Go be great. <laughs> go be great <laughs> um but yeah I just think that you know I love the way in which insecure is always thinking about you know keeping things fresh and new and still relatable yeah um shout so out yeah. to Amanda Seals and um and the actress who plays Kelly they're all amazing but um Amanda Seals they had a really important scene when they were talking to her about her delivery and she let them know that you know she almost died and had it not been for her husband, i peeped that i peeped that for her because she said she was feeling faint the doctors didn't want to hear what she was saying it turns out she had a blood clot but her husband had to cuss the doctors out for them to even take her seriously i remember and, and that shout out to them for putting that in um this. yep it's very very real it's very real women, women are really dying out here just trying to give birth um I unfortunately saw a video of like a 28 year old woman who, you know, she was pregnant during quarantine and her last checkup had been like early February and she was pretty like late term. I think she was like in her seventh or eighth month or something like that. And around mid April, she was like, look, I need to go to the doctor. Um, I don't, you know, something else, like something's right, whatever. And the doctor was like, we're just doing virtual appointments. You know, you can be seen virtually. And she was like, no, I want to be seen like in person so she like demanded that she was on social media on facebook basically talking about how they were dismissing her and everything like that she ended up going into the hospital they told her she needed to leave and then she wouldn't leave because she just she said something was not right turns out something was going on she had to have emergency c-section and she died but the baby survived and people are just like outraged and because of coronavirus like nobody was able to be there with her like they would, didn't allow her husband to be like oh, in the room um that is so sad very sad very scary that is so i was pregnant scary. right now i'd be given getting a home birth a bathtub birth <sighs> it's too crazy right now you can't have no visitors you can't have nobody like it's just you and them and like it's very strict very regulated very very I wouldn't even want to go to no different hospital. Like, I I heard you go to a hospital, you ain't coming out. That part. <laughs> like, real talk. Like, people that be going to hospital, especially don't, and don't get on that ventilator, because that ventilator, hell fucking no, is a setup. No, 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 no. No, thank you. No, thank you. Um, yeah, I, I, I connected the dots as soon as she said that. I was like, oh, I see what they're doing. That's powerful. 
um for real that is some powerful shit that they were intentional enough to put that in there you could tell that they got jamal the right jamal the intern in those conversations because you know that is for the culture for real and they finally after what four seasons they finally have the top spot in hbo that prime time i heard i mean i don't know because i always watch it like on demand or something but Mm -hmm. that's dope it's dope i'm still making 30 minutes but listen listen we will take it we'll take it but shit we do want it we would love to have an hour or my thing is at least just release it all on you know at the same time so i can just binge them (laughs) at this point that's like a treat you know (laughs) but then you binge everything and then you're like okay what now so i don't know but Are are there any netflix um shows that you're binging or have binged um I'm trying to think what's the last thing that I saw I think the last thing that I saw was All American so no I've I've been trying to get into Ozarks and I just can't I can't do it everyone's telling me to watch that I can't I've I've tried to watch it over and over and, and the furthest I can get is like episode three I'm on episode one still um yeah I can't huh money heist no I want to say I saw like a few episodes but again it obviously wasn't enough to get me because I haven't been back you know so it's exactly yeah like that good book where you're like ooh, a page turner but if it's something where I'm like oh god like I gotta reread chapter one to even remember what I read like I'm not going to do it well Um, pretty interesting out there that I just watched some of um the Centoya Brown, Brown, what's her name? Centoya. Oh, interesting. Brown. Centoya Brown. Brown. Centoya Brown documentary. Yep. Um, it's like a docu series, so it's like. Oh, okay. It's very, very interesting. I had I had seen a documentary of her like a long time ago before she got released. Mm-hmm. That I've seen that the stuff in this documentary I've never seen before. Her demeanor she said that she executed this man like she admits to executing him and I know she was young she was in like a very very like trying situation like she was meeting these men in a hotel but then she got close to this one and he like invited her to the house like after a few times I suppose and she shot him while he was asleep and then she was caught on um, the jail phone talking to her her mother and basically said, yeah, I executed this man. And her mom was like, why would you say that? Shut up. You just want to help the prosecution. And she was like, I didn't have no choice, but I executed him. I'm just like, oh my God. How old was she? She was like, I want to say she was like 17. Oh, so she was damn near an adult. Okay. It made it seem like she was like 14. 15 I think we'll see I know the trial and the date of everything happening was a few years apart and then she had different trials and I haven't finished watching the documentary so don't quote me on everything I gotta go back and finish watching it but I think she had a few trials she had like a appeal and everything so it took like three years and stuff she was in the court system I think um but she started prostituting and shit when she was very young when she was like 13 
is when I think she started like prostituting and stuff. So I think this incident happened when she was like 16. And then I think she went to trial when she was like 17. Oh my God. So. Shit. But I'm not, I don't say, I'm not saying that she doesn't deserve a second chance, but her personality was not what I was expecting. Like she was very matter of a fact. This is what happened. And that could also be like a defense mechanism because of the abuse that she went through. Yeah, it can it can be. I was just a little bit shocked. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> mm, now you got me wanting to watch it. I it was just a bit I didn't know those details. Yeah, that's interesting. Now you got me wanting to watch it though, just for my curiosity. I mean, people are gonna have their opinions on it. Um of course. It, it does show her an it, I feel like this documentary is a very unbiased. It puts her in a very unbiased light. Like it doesn't make her seem too innocent, but it doesn't make her seem completely like um, guilty. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Take it. You 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 watch it and let me know what you think. Okay, I'll do that because I I need to get into something else. I feel like I've watched all of Netflix, but I still have so much to watch. You need to watch the movie that just dropped on Netflix. Um, oh, I know. A- a- after night, d- day and night, or something. What is it? What is the? What is that? A- is it? Is there? Uh, a- let me. It's called oh. All Day and Night on Netflix. And um, my boy Leon, or who plays the character Leon in Snowfall, he is in this movie. I love him, so that's how I watched it. It's you know, it's okay. It has very mixed reviews. Uh, it has mixed reviews, but um, the the guy that was in Moonlight is in this this film. Is there like any gay stuff in there? <laughs> How did I know that was gonna be your first question? That's always Mia's first question. <laughs> is this is this gay stuff? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. So but, nobody getting like took or nothing. Yeah. Okay. Why is that always your first question? Because it makes me uncomfortable. Like I don't like people getting to like in the jails. <laughs> no, no. Just to throw that out there. There's some really, really good scenes. Um, it has some really, really good parts. But then there's also some things that I feel like, okay, we've kind of seen this again, but they put it together in a good way. You know, it's it's a mix of like Baby Boy and Minister Society. and all those black films that we grew up on so it's okay okay it's worth watching but it's not like mind-blowing so (laughs) there's some excellent acting in there though yeah okay okay there were girl the one part it was a it was a line in there from baby boy and i was like it just took me out of here i was like i know they didn't just use the line from baby boy like (laughs) I need y'all to like switch up the lines or something. Oh my gosh. Like the story's good. Don't get me wrong. The story is good. It's entertaining from the beginning. Like from the first 30 seconds, you're going to want to watch it. But it's just like, come on, we got to like switch up. We can't recycle classics, you know, because classics are always going to be classics and we're always going to compare. So we got to kind of switch it up. So yeah, it was still good. I'm gonna have to watch it. I'm actually gonna watch it because I I put it on my to watch list. Um, all day and night. All, all day and night. Ooh, 
Ooh. Okay. Okay. Um, I want to see in a serious note. I can't, I can't even, like, I can't. I don't know why I'm laughing. Is it about the jogger? It is. Okay. That was my tea bag, but yes, I'm glad you bring this up. Go ahead. It is. So, um, I wanted to talk about this and shed light on it. Um, there was a, when did this happen? I know it didn't happen recently. It was like a few weeks ago. Unfortunately, two months ago, a whole Mm -hmm. two months ago. A month ago, a black, an African-American man by the name of Ahmaud Arbery was gunned down. Um, he was jogging in his neighborhood and, um, two white supremacists, racists, um, shot him, gunned him down. Apparently, to give a backstory and put this in context, which absolutely is ridiculous, these, um, apparently there have been some robberies in the neighborhood, and these two white men, racist supremacists, they, because that's what they are, terrorists, they took it upon themselves to judge this man, um... No, as he was running hmm? they did not judge that man they hunted that man hunted that man well i'm saying they made the judgment though that this was the man doing the robberies and this whole robbery thing is a cover story but go ahead go ahead i'm gonna let you finish and um well this is what they're this is what they say this is the reason why they're saying they did what they did and, um, yeah, they basically, you know, told the man, hey, come here, I want to holler at you, you know, real quick, blah, blah, blah. Ended up shooting this man with a whole big old shotgun twice. Um, and he was gunned down. He was killed, you know. Um, these, I do want to point out that they have not been arrested. An arrest has not been made, like, as to Whitney's point, this happened a whole month ago. No arrests have been made. This was in Georgia. And, um, you know, it's almost, I I think we've, we've talked about so much racial, racial injustice on our podcast for like ever. And it's almost like every story, it's like, oh my gosh, it's just unbelievable. This is just crazy. This is happening. It's still happening, but it's just like, you can't help but continue to say it. I mean, this is absolutely ridiculous. And what's even more ridiculous to me is the fact that there has not even been an arrest for this. Um, so yeah, I, you know, I just, my thoughts and prayers are with his family, friends, um, the whole community, the whole black community, um, as this is definitely like another slap in the face, um, amongst a lot of other shit, but, you know, I definitely wanted to bring this up as apparently you were going to bring it up to Whitney. Um, so, and I know today that they had had a, um, what was it? Was it a protest that was today? I don't want to get information mixed up. Yeah, so they had a protest um, because they're trying to break, bring it to the, they want the grand jury for a run, yeah. uh, indict these people um, who have gotten away with um, this murder since February 23rd. Oh my gosh. So it we're almost May. at two months. May 6th, people. And these raggedy, dusty, hillbilly-ass rednecks got away with hunting down this 25-year-old black man 
who was doing nothing more than exercising in a neighboring neighborhood that's adjacent mm. to his own fucking neighborhood. He was in the street. And what makes it worse is it was three of them. They're in a mm-hmm. pickup truck. This man, first of all, how is he robbing y'all? And he got on shorts and a sweaty freaking white shirt jogging. Where, where is he putting the merchandise? Where's his car? Mm-hmm. Where's his vehicle? Where's the stuff to take the fucking uh, merchandise? Like, shut the fuck up. He wasn't robbing anyone. Y'all hunted this man down like prey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And y'all were the fucking predators. And that's what it was. One of them was standing in the back of a pickup truck with a fucking gun. The other one had the gun pointed to dude. And the black guy, Ahmad, he was whooping his ass yep. with the gun. And whooped yep. his ass, punched him in the face, and got away from dude. And dude got mad and shot him in his back. Yep. That's how raggedy Greg- Gregory McMichael and his son Travel McMichael are. They're raggedy. Travel, his, his yeah. son's name. His, his son's name is fucking Travel. And he needs to travel underground because they coming for y'all, period. I hope period. so. Somebody I hope so. is coming for y'all. And Carmen's going to get y'all. It doesn't matter. I don't care if you're 80 years old. It's going to happen. But it's ridiculous that this keeps happening. And I saw this, like, I want to say I saw this trending like a month ago. And I didn't even, like, I couldn't even process what was going on. Like, I seriously do feel mentally impacted by all the Black people I have to see die all the time on TV and shit. I know. I'm kind of just over it. So I didn't even want to look at the video. And then I just saw the video today. I did too. And I just couldn't believe it. My husband sent it. But then I could believe it. You know? So it's just like, this keeps happening and people can just kill black people with no consequence. So what can really happen? Like how many more times do we have to beg them for justice? How many more times is this going to happen? Because what's going to really end up happening is people are going to get fed up and start burning shit down. Like that's what's really going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like I can't keep killing people like this and thinking there's not going to be no fucking repercussions. Like LA riots, like shit is real. If black people don't know how to do nothing else, they know how to get mad and burn shit down and they don't give a fuck because they didn't have shit to begin with. So think twice before you kill the next black boy because we are fed up. People are starting to get fed the fuck up. Exactly. Thank God it ain't my son. Like y'all got me so fucked up. (laughs) Amen. Three months? You think you would have been living three months? Amen. <laughs> if you ain't gonna get them, I sure will. God, God bless their, their families. That's just ridiculous. His mom was on the news and she said that she still to this day has not seen that video. She can't stomach to watch it. Oh my gosh. I can't even. I can't. I didn't, as a parent, I didn't even want to see the video. As a human, I didn't want to see the video yesterday. I actually, my husband was like, here's the video. Here's, and I was like, don't show me that. I was like, no, don't show me that. I was like, I can't watch, I can't, like, I, I, I'm one of those people that can't digest in too much, take in too much at a time, um, much less see it play out, like, that's just crazy, but then today, Diddy, another day, a few hours ago, another guy, um, was shot down by the police on, uh, Facebook Live, oh my gosh, another boy, posted a shade room two hours ago, 
So um, as a community, you know, I say, you know, make sure y'all are strapped up. I'm going to be honest, like, if it's you, if it's a situation where it's between you and them, I always say, I'd rather it be them. Guns may not be your thing of choice. Get you some mace, get you a taser, get you, get you something for your household, get you something that you can carry on your keychain, whatever the case may be. And that's not 100% protected. That's not to say that you're going to be, you know, safeguarded from all this nonsense but you know there's a reason why white people always are in these gun shops and always are the first ones to buy up everything and buy up all this ammunition and you know we have to do our our due diligence as well and you know protect what's coming because who's to say people aren't just gonna at this point just be walking in people's houses just because you know you can't jog you can't you can't go pick up your kids you can't you can't, you know, get pulled over. You can't go to the grocery store. Like you, you can't do daily essential activities um, without, you know, the potential or the possibility of you never coming or returning back home, you know, without the thought of you coming back home. Like it's, it's almost normalized that, you know, something could happen and, you know, nothing, no repercussion is going to, you know, happen because of it. Um, and I think that's the most disheartening thing is like, as a community, I don't know how many more of these that we can see where all these people continue to get off. I think that's the biggest letdown. It's like, we already know how the story is going to play out. We already know how the story is going to play out. Hopefully it doesn't play out like this. Hopefully something does happen, but being as though they haven't even been arrested yet, you know, um, I'm just tired of people not being held accountable for their actions. I mean, at you're right. Point, at this point, they might as well just open up the law book and write it into law. It is legal to kill black people of color. Black people. Period. I need to. I need to go. To wait till I get unless, my. Unless, unless, unless the other person's black. The only time we care about black people. Exactly. Is black, black crime. That's horrible. You go to jail for life. Anybody else can kill black people. <laughs> let me let me just get my That's dual ridiculous. citizenship and fly my ass to Italy as some goddamn where because America is the ghetto. Absolutely. And they're all laughing at us because they've been doing Everybody's it. laughing at us. We're we are literally the Florida of the United the world Nation. World. Like the, the whole world. We're the we're the United States is the Florida. You know, we're the laughing oh. joke of everything we are the fucking bottom of the t- we're so ridiculous and i hate it like i hate it oh, and again america you have certain parts of america that were not on quarantine other parts of america that were on medium quarantine and other parts were on strict quarantine and by strict it still wasn't that strict so you know we are just it's like we're just trying shit trying shit don't work we're so eager to open this fucking economy back up, you know, <laughs> get these billions of people back out in the workforce. And, you know, they're happy. They're eager to get back out there. They're eager to go get that money. And we gave them, we stimulated their accounts and they should be good. You know, that's how we think. <laughs> it, again, that gives me anxiety. Girl, Gosh, it's not don't work. Trash it don't work. Trash it, trash don't, it work. don't work. It don't. They've been working. <laughs> Shit. 
if we think the funny thing about it is we think shit's working they're like yeah that absolutely absolutely works the numbers are going down it's like no the numbers are going down. <laughs> there was a whole motherfucking truck that just got busted for housing 100 bodies <laughs> you all literally just banned a whole funeral home because they caught them housing hoarding bodies in the, in the u-haul truck apparently in new york City. yeah so um girl prayers to that family prayers to yeah, the arbery family um one of our you know listeners wanted us to report on that story so thank you girl for sending that um and yeah we're just still having to talk about it anyway because we're also listeners be so woke our fans our followers be so woke i love it shout out to y'all thank you for everybody who participated in our giveaway um you know give y'all something back for support and just because everyone's going through hard times right now and we're blessed enough to be able to give a little bit so it wasn't much but shout out to y'all for participating definitely a seed Yep, 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 yep. And yeah, we hit 20K on Instagram. So thank I you. I know. Turn up. We're, can you believe we're on our way to 30,000 followers? 50,000, 100,000. 100,000. I know, y'all. If we get enough support, we may, you know, when the world opens up, we could do like a tour or something. We could do a tour. We can do, you know, we can, we can do like some brunches, hit up some spots and do like a live thing where you ask us questions or we get to know you guys. We love to eat. So, um, you know, so anything with food involved, I'm down for. <laughs> I know we were gonna do a thing. Maybe we could still get that together one day. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. I wanted I wanted to do one with crab, and they were out of crab. We didn't get crab that day. Fuck. Yeah. I mean, I know I can do a mukbang with whatever, but I really want to do one with crab. You gotta do one with crab. Like, yeah. Got to. Uh, with all that butter, it's gotta be crab. Um, make sure y'all definitely following us the Melanie Podcast on Instagram. Also. Yes definitely on youtube because we're gonna go live again yes maybe we'll do the mukbang live or something. Should, so. should we do it well sunday's mother's day but should we do a live um i don't know sunday maybe for insecure or and or we could do it with the real housewives of atlanta since that's sunday that would be fun that would actually be juice tea it's tea yeah. so yeah, let's just plan on doing a Real Housewives, um, you know, sesh podcast. You let me know. I will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, um, Wait but that. yeah, so, but, yeah, we'll see. We got some things up our sleeve. We do. We definitely do. Um, yeah. So I'm excited, excited to hop back on here. It feels like it's been forever, which it has been, but, um, per usual, I love getting on here and talking to, you know, the people and doing this podcast. It's, it's therapeutic in more ways than one, really, truly, honestly, (laughs) honestly, truly. Make sure you subscribe, like our page, like our posts, comment, subscribe to YouTube, 
hop on our um, streaming channels. I was going to say Anchor, but no. <laughs> Spotify, Apple, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, what other ones? Any other streaming yeah. platforms are probably on there too. Um, if you have Anchor. Huh? I say yeah, we're, on, we're on all of them. Yeah, I was going to say we're on all of So all streaming platforms, you can find us, Melanie Me Podcast. Um, yeah, so keep it locked. Yeah. All right, bye. Bye.